This is the 7 Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello and welcome back to the 7 Figure Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host Arash. We're so thrilled to be back with you for episode. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I'm doing great as well. I'm looking forward to getting into today's episode, which is going to be about thinking and acting in a certain way, which is something that we hear a lot in the personal development industry, but I don't think a lot of people quite understand or wrap their mind around. What does that mean to do things in a certain way, to act in a certain way? So can you kick us off by just introducing what this is and what it means? Yeah, this is a big idea when you really understand it. Somebody will listen to think in a certain way. They'll be like, okay, I understand that. But that certain way is at an elite level. That certain way is better than it was yesterday. That certain way is whatever the goal demands. So whenever I think of a goal, the goal always creates the process. So each goal is going to demand a different process. Now, some could have similar parts of the process, but that's how you're thinking in a certain way first, by putting that process together. So what is that process going to demand for that goal? And then when we're acting in a certain way, this is where the game changes. Once you get the thinking, now you've got to act like that person. Even if you've never done it before, you've got to go make that call that you're afraid to call. You've got to bring on more people to leverage you on your team that's going to let you work on higher activities. And then when you're acting in a certain way, you're doing it with full supreme confidence in yourself, where you're not hesitating, you're not looking at the past, you just get in the spirit of that action step. And then you get in the spirit of the next action step. And then the spirit of the next action step. And now you're aligning your goal with thinking in that certain way. And then your actions are acting in that certain way. Okay, this next is stepping stone to a bigger question. And that is, We talk about coming from the wish fulfilled or the goal achieved. Is that the same as this or is it different? Well, it's similar. We've talked about this in the past. We always want to come from the goal. Most people and anyone listening to this, I want you to watch yourself just this week, you know, so far. How have you been coming at your goal? Have you been saying, when I do this, then this will happen, then this will happen? When we come from the goal, We reverse engineer it. So let me give you an example. Let's say somebody wants to earn $500,000 a year. And the first question I would ask them, I'd get my phone out like I'm doing right now. And I would say, when you're coming from the goal, I'd say, how much do you charge your clients? And let's just make it easy on us. They say they charge $10,000 for their clients. Okay, each client is $10,000. I would divide $500 by 10 and I'd say, okay, we want to get you to 50,000 a month. Okay. Then I'd say, okay, well, 500,000 divided by 12. Okay. They'd have to get to 41,666,000 a month. Then I would divide that by 10,000. Well, that would get us to four clients a month that they would need at that price. Then I would think, okay, how can I, and if I really want to make it to the ridiculous, I would divide it by three weeks in a month that would take us to about one client. So I make it to the ridiculous. Then I think, how would I set my processes up coming from the goal to get one new client every week? And then I would put my messaging, my marketing, how many 
uh, meetings that I'm going to have? How many appointments do I need to get one or more clients? Now you're not working with such a big number. You're making it to the ridiculous and you're deconstructing from the goal instead of going to it. Okay. I love what you did there. And what I want to point out is that everything you just mentioned was more output focused than input focused. And by that, I mean, you were talking about the actions you would take, the mindset you would have, how you would be thinking from the goal ended. Most people, when they hear think from the goal, act from the goal, they're like, okay, I'm buying a Lamborghini. I'm booking private jets. And they think, well, I don't have the money to do that right now. So I guess I can't act from the goal achieved. So I'm just going to stay doing what I'm doing now. And they don't make any changes. We talk about how we're so conditioned to think that everything has to be done with the five senses. They want to feel what it feels like to, you know, buy those things or reward themselves in that way, rather than thinking about the output of what it takes to get there. Well, for for me, it's exactly what this whole episode is. It's first thinking, that's the cause. And then it's action which will create the effect. So you mix them together, you're going to get it. But what happens for people, they may listen to our podcast. And if they don't implement the ideas, they're not going to get the output. They're not going to get the result. They may say, oh, I'm doing things in a certain way. But are you doing the same things in a certain way? Every day, we want to beat our personal best from the day before. Now you're doing it If you did that with compounding interest, if you did that for 60 days, 90 days, now you're doing it in a much different way. So I want everyone to evaluate themselves and say, am I just doing the same calls or the same uh, meetings or the same presentations the same way? Or am I getting so locked in on my intent is so strong about getting better? So you're mixing intensity with focus and that's going to create a massive result. So when somebody's saying, looking at their goal and saying, oh, I'd have a Lamborghini. What you want to do from visualizing, you want to feel what it feels like driving the Lamborghini. So let's say somebody using the same example, once they're in 500,000, they want to do the mental rehearsing where they're seeing themselves already with the what they would have, what they would be experiencing at that 500,000. And if they did that every day, every day, every day, that's what's going to start coming. But what will happen is a repetition of building that imagery and getting it deeper and deeper into their subjective mind, their actions are going to start changing. Then they're going to say, oh, I've got these out of the blue circumstances coming up. Now, the challenge is you do it for a week, you don't see any results, they stop. You do it for three days, don't see any results, they stop. See, I don't believe for a second Anybody cannot achieve something 10 times what they want right now. I know they can, but the big but is, are they going to accept that idea? So I want everyone listening to this and thinking, are you comfortable right now? Well, if you're comfortable, you're doing things in a certain way. That certain way is based on your past thinking, and it's not going to get you to where you want to go. You have to constantly change your thinking and elevate your thinking. And as we elevate our thinking, now you're going to start gaining confidence. And as you gain confidence, you're going to do actions in a different way. You're going to have more certainty. You're going to operate with swagger. You're going to have this knowingness. I know that I know that I know. And what takes you to do that when you don't see the result? Disciplining your emotion. Discipline emotionalism, where you're not letting the outside say, I'm doing it. Because the last part of you that is going to experience 
your knowingness on a physical level is your five senses. Araj, you just brought up repetition several times, actually. And what I want to know is, do you think anyone can create exceptional results without consistency over a long period of time? No chance. Impossible. Like I will tell you, it's impossible. Because most people are doing the repetition. Let's say somebody has created great results, but they don't know why they created it. If they went to deconstruct what they did, they did it in a certain way with repetition. They may not know what the repetition was. They did a certain amount of repetition. So repetition is something that's so illogical to our programming because we don't want to do it. I don't want to do the repetition. I do it because it is part of the price I have to pay that is going to get me to create a massive exponential jolt in my goal. So without repetition, nothing changes. In the beginning, you know, I know you've been doing repetition now for 18 years, but in the beginning, how long would you say someone needs to commit to repetition for six months, a year? Like what can they put on a calendar and say, you know what, I'm going to commit for this long and see what my results are. You know, it's so interesting what I'm about to say, and people are going to reject it, but I'll tell you because I didn't used to do the repetition and I'd be very inconsistent with it. So I set myself up with a smaller target and I said, just for today, I'm going to do the repetition. Then I woke up the next day and I said, just for today, I'm going to do the repetition. Then I woke up the next day and I did it. All of a sudden, I did that every day and I would hit the day instead of because I was commitment phobia at that time because I was operating with such a poor mindset that that's what got me into it. That's how I built my discipline with my thinking. I said, just for today, I'm going to accept only thoughts that are in harmony with what I want. Just for today, I'm going to make 10 calls. Just for today. You see, anybody can commit to something for a day. But if somebody doesn't have good habits right now and they have a poor relationship with discipline, they're going to be like 30 days. There's no way I can do it. There's no way. There's no way. Unless they have a big why. So with thinking and acting in a certain way, your why has to be so much stronger than your why not. Every day, we always go to which part of our why is stronger. Why do we really want it? Or is our why not stronger? You know, I feel like I know you pretty well. And that's not the answer I was expecting. But I love that that was the answer. And now I want to pivot a little bit and talk about doing things with a certain attitude. So we talk a lot about attitude. We've done episodes on attitude, but what would it mean to do things with a certain attitude? And if someone hasn't heard our attitude episode, how is that certain attitude different than just optimistic? Well, optimistic is an attitude, but that's not what creates a positive mental attitude. A positive mental attitude is every thought is from how I can. It's from abundance. There's no lack in limitation. Attitude, when we're talking about working at an attitude, your goal demands you to have a certain amount of confidence that you have to develop. That's an attitude. And when you're doing, let's say you have three goal achieving activities today, do each of them with a greater attitude. How do you do it with a greater attitude? Greater focus. You let go completely. You get in the spirit. You're operating with swagger. You have this it. You, you watch people, you're like, they have it. There's this presence with them. They have this non-negotiable it. They believe in themselves regardless. It is always developed through repetition, but it's through letting go. We have to let go. That's an attitude. So whenever I'm working, like when we're doing this podcast, every time I'm letting go, 
I don't know what you're going to ask me, but I know I can only give everybody my best if I let go. And that's an attitude. So look at your attitude. Or Here's an attitude. Somebody is saying, oh, this is too expensive. Negative mental attitude. Why is it too expensive? Where did they even come up with that attitude? See, that is not going to take you to create a world-class business by thinking like that. Don't think of it as expensive. Think of it, is this going to take me to my goal or is it going to contract me? Now, people are probably cringing listening to this because they're saying, well, I'm being smart. Are you being smart or are you being reckless? See, I can tell you this because you're going to spend the time and the money anyway. So your time is going to be spent because we all have the same amount of time in a day. And what you spend your money on is going to either take you to where you're going or you're holding it tightly. Because I believe in training. And I can tell you that it was the best thing that I did that catapulted my results. And I'm not even saying spend time, not even with training. It could be with the type of people you're around. There's a money value in the type of people you hang around. Are you hanging around people who are constantly on a roller coaster, yo-yoing up and down? Are you hanging around A-plus performance where you're like getting ideas? You're watching their presence and you're learning from it. Well, that is an image too. That's an attitude that's going to become part of yours. I love that. Love, love, love it. Okay, Araj, I want to just go back in time a little bit because at the very beginning, you said this is a big idea a big idea. Idea that I had a hard time understanding for, I would say a couple of years, I would hear do a certain way, think in a certain way. And I wouldn't even give it a lot of attention. You know, it was just went right past me. Get it? Your results start changing. So what can we do to help our listeners get it? Well, for me, it's just accepting the idea. Like I became really good at accepting ideas that were so foreign to me because the people who I was studying had already achieved it. So if you want to get it, accept it right away and practice it. It's practice and discipline that creates mastery. Well, where do you get mastery from? You get it from your standard. Your standard creates your story. Your story creates your identity and your identity creates your results. I want everyone to look at their results right now, identity. And then look at what created that. It was the story. Before the story, it was the standards they've held. And everybody has a standard. And what's what people don't understand, when they drop their standard, they never had a standard. You don't drop your standard. Your standard is your commitment. And all of us have commitments to ourselves. It's our code of ethics. Our standard is our foundation of all foundations. Because like I said, it creates our story. Our story creates our identity. Our identity creates our results. Absolutely. All right, Araj, let's get into the action step for today. Well, I want everybody to look at what they've been doing. I want you to look at your goal. And do you know what the process is that that goal demands? And if you're not, you're walking into the world with a blindfold on. You have to turn in and deconstruct your goal backwards. Then say, somebody who had achieved that goal, how would they think? What would a few of their disciplines be? And I want you to write them down and make them part of yours. See, look at the disciplines you have right now you're proud of. You don't need to change those. Those are already part of your identity. We want to create the next discipline, one discipline that you would like to add. Maybe it is that I am going to stretch. I'm going to stretch. Every day, I'm going to do one thing that I didn't do the day before that is going to take me. And what we're doing there is now, 
I'm not just telling you this is a philosophy. I'm telling you that this is thinking and then acting. I say stretch and then do it. But you have to think, how do we think? We have to deconstruct what is that one discipline going to be? What is that new standard you're going to add to you that's going to make it a commitment? And remember, nothing happens until we make an irrevocable commitment to ourselves. It's an irrevocable commitment. No shit, no kidding. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing this and I'm doing it with a swagger. I'm doing it with that contagious attitude. I'm doing it with that it factor that's dying to come out of me that I've been holding back. I love it. All right, Araj, that's a perfect place for us to wrap up. Thank you so much. And thank all of you for joining us again for another episode of the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. We'll see you next week for another episode. But between now and then, please leave us a rating review and share this episode with your friends and family. Thanks, Araj. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.